everyone. We need to have an intro. We need like a proper intro. One day we will. However, we have filmed three episodes. Yes. In one night. I think everybody watching should feel proud of us. Yeah. You know, I feel pr- Sam, I feel proud of us. I am. I think what would be a little context to our podcast mm-hmm. starting is the fact that Or and I would joke around that mm-hmm. we are so funny. We are. We are so funny. And we funny. would be like, let's start a podcast as a pure joke. Yeah. And then one night we were talking about business ventures and I was like, you know what? Let's do it. I also have to say that I wrote several books based on a joke as well. True, true. We, joke, we, we take jokes too seriously, Sam. Joking is a form of manifestation. Yes. And we were like, and also like secretly deep down, we were both like, can we do it? Yeah, exactly. So today's podcast is a bit more of a serious topic. A serious. Um, yeah. So we're just going to whack some trigger warnings right here. Mm-hmm. Um, please don't watch this if... You're not feeling too great. Yeah. Like, Please take care of yourself. We care about you. We want to make sure you're okay. Yeah. So it would help. If you, we... would, you would see with the podcast name, um, but <laughs> this podcast is all about slut shaming, mm-hmm. whether it be you are actually quote unquote a slut mm. on, or you are, have been put in the middle of rumors Yeah. that are not true. Yeah. Um, um, we're also going to be talking about some stories of sexual assault. Mm-hmm. So that's another big, big one, big trigger warning right there. But this one's mostly out to the girls out there, or boys, but yeah. mostly the girls in for our scenarios mm-hmm. that may downplay the experiences yeah. they've experienced. Experiences that they have experienced. <laughs> it's English. <laughs> <laughs> and, and kind of the internalized shame and the internalized guilt that comes along with those experiences, you know? Yeah. Um, we're going to be talking about both of our experiences. Yeah. I, I've said experiences way too many experience times. Experiences, the experience. Also, but speaking of experience, can I tell a story that I, I think I've told you this story, but it happened to me while I was at work the other day. Okay. And I feel like it's really kind of ties into this subject right now. Mm-hmm. So I was at work the other day. Um, and due to the, to the place I work in, I was crawling around on the floor on my hands and knees because I was looking for something. That sounds very sus. It is, yes. Like, all works at a bookstore. Can we just... <laughs> yes, yeah, yeah. So it's not dodgy at all. Um, so I was just there crawling around looking for something. Um, and a gentleman comes in. And he looks... Yeah, oh, yeah. He gent- yes. A gentleman and his wife come in and he looks at the fact that I'm on my hands and knees. And he's like, ah, uh, yes, that must be every man's fantasy like like that must be the fantasy that everybody that every man thinks about when they talk about a hot librarian or some shit like that and i was like bro i'm at my place of work right now like i am working right now can you please lay off the sexual harassment like i'm trying to do a job like you don't need to be out here telling me about your sexual fantasies and how i fulfill them that is unnecessary yeah not cool um segway (laughs) segway into a story we were talking about earlier. Mm. I think it's a good idea to go back into it, mm. but you were telling me about when we were younger, um, not Australia Day. Not Australia Day. Um, so every year our town has a festival. Yeah. And when I was saying this, I realised that the festival kind of takes place at the end of summer, start of autumn, you know, 
solstice is that you no it's not um <laughs> but but it was a few years ago we would have been about 13 14 quite a few years ago quite a few we're old now anyway <laughs> So there was a concert taking place at this festival and everybody was crammed in there really tight. And I remember I was standing next to Sam and then this guy who was, this guy walked past us. This guy was actually holding on to his girlfriend and he walked past me and he put his hand up my dress. Mm -hmm. And I remember just because I was in shock, I was like, what the fuck? And I remember looking across at his girlfriend and his girlfriend was so like just she had this look of just anger on her face and like I'm telling this story and I'm like maybe she was angry that her boyfriend put her hand up my dress like his hand up my dress but at the time I was like fuck she's angry at me like Mm. fuck she's gonna try and like she's gonna try and fight me even though I don't want this to happen you're blaming yourself for something he did 100% and so like I shoved his hand away like slapped him away he went off smirking and I just walked around for the rest of like the year just like what the fuck you know? I remember I was right there. I saw the whole thing. Mm. Um, it was like it happened in slow motion. Mm. I remember we locked eyes. Yeah. Oh, I don't know if you remember that, but I remember looking at you yeah. and you looked at me so confused. And yeah. I was confused as well. And I remember seeing the guy and the girl and he just kind of like yeah, smirked and yeah. walked off. And then we must have, we laughed. Yeah, we 100% did. Because obviously as thir- at 13, you don't really, I mean, they talk about, you know, talking about that kind of yeah. stuff to young girls yeah. but I don't think it's really taken seriously no because I remember afterward I remember being like oh I kind of want to tell my parents but then being like no but I can't tell my parents yeah, and, if it's, and if it's something that you feel like you can't tell your parents because like I have a reasonably close relationship with my parents and so it I, and at that time especially um, I was quite close to them and I think, you know, it's something that I normally would have wanted to tell them. But because I was like, fuck no, I think I've done something wrong here. Yeah. I don't want to tell them because, you know, he put his hand up my up my dress. Like, that's not something that's meant to happen. Yeah, and then you feel a bit weird. Yeah. Because that's, it's, an, it's a disgusting situation yeah. to be in. So you feel a bit, you're just not It's right. a bit of a bad vibes. It's, it's yeah, a it's a bit, bad not, vibes. Not a mood, not a mood at all. Not, not, a, not a mood at all. Um, but yeah, I saw you... And we laughed, and because we're trying to underplay it because mm. we're so not used to yeah. talking about that stuff. Yeah, and I remember especially because being 14 um, was when, I mean, I think my body started to like kind of come in when I was 12, but like, you know, um, I have a body that is quite traditionally, stereotypically, conventionally, conventionally feminine, and I like, like it like it started to develop when I was 12 and so it all kind of tied into one I was like oh well at that time I also come from quite a conservative family so at that time I was being told you know I can't really I have to cover up when I'm around certain people and things like that so at that time I was like oh well is it (laughs) sorry (laughs) anyway yeah so yeah, and especially because I have, um, I come from quite a conservative family, and so at that time, they were kind of making it clear to me what I, sh- what they deemed I should be wearing or what I shouldn't be wearing, and so and so it all kind of tied into one. You know, it was it was you know my body was was starting to develop at a much faster rate than all the other girls, and because of that, I was. You were blamed. I yeah, and I was blamed, but I also kind of stood out from the crowd because my body was coming in 
and developing so quickly compared to the other girls' bodies. So because of that, I was kind of distinguished yeah. because I had big tits. <laughs> yeah, or has like quite a petite frame and but big tits. Mm, big so, tits, like an anime character. I've been told that a lot, and I'm yeah. like, maybe I should make my own anime. Like maybe <laughs> <laughs> OnlyFans. <laughs> Oi, <laughs> leave a comment if you would follow me on OnlyFans. <laughs> I'm probably going to say yes. Um, but yeah, no, our, our main aim of talking about yeah. this stuff is because I know for a fact about 99% of girls. Yeah. Or like non-binary or even, and boys like will deal with yeah. this kind of stuff. Um, but yeah, and then the I think all that are describing, uh, t- like, talking about this situation, but the bang, bang, bang. Right, yeah, so another time we were on the foreshore, maybe we should just never go to the foreshore again, Sam, I don't know, but it was another really weird situation where it wasn't anything explicit, like, it wasn't something explicit that happened, but it was still a situation that left us really uncomfortable, and I think a lot of the women, or non-binary people, or men even, watching, kind of, everyone, Everyone can relate to yeah. to being in a weird situation that leaves them feeling uncomfortable. Also, I have to say that I completely forgot this ever happened until all mentioned yeah. it previously. And I don't know if I just have bad memory or I just trauma suppressed yeah. it. Because we, again, we were like 14 years old. It was Australia Day. We were on the foreshore. Um, and a group of older men walked past. And when I mean men, I mean like well into their 30s kind of men. And we were clearly... 14 year old girls yeah um and then they and there was three of us sitting down and they walked past and they were like oh well who are these girls right here you know like bang 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 i'll take the one on the right or whatever they said like um, right or left whatever but yeah. that was pretty much what they said yeah and i remember i was the one that they were referring to and i was like oh no please don't take me <laughs> like please don't like don't come near me yeah it's very scary yeah i mean i do remember the time we laughed again i mean like we were scared like and you were thinking in your brain your own thing but i remember being like oh like on the external like externally we were all laughing yeah because it was like like i said it's just something like a situation that made us that left us feeling uncomfortable but but it was nothing that we could really articulate at the time because because no one really informed us that older men would be. And I have to be honest, I th- I'm pretty sure I did tell my parents. Yeah. And I don't think they were like, oh yeah, that's just that happens. Yeah, that, yeah, that's literally like, oh yeah, that that happens. Kind of deal with it. And I'm like, that's but so I'm scared. It's infuriating <laughs> because that should be a big warning. Yeah. It shouldn't be until someone touches you yeah. or something like that. It should be I remembered another thing from the foreshore and at this point I think we should just stay away from the foreshore. Mm. But you were there as well. Um I can't remember if it was the festival that I was talking about or Australia Day, but we were walking down the road and some guy walked up to me, again probably an older probably in his twenties, we were still about fourteen. He walked up to me, got in my face and asked me if I wanted his dick. Do you remember that? I do not. And yeah. that is traumatizing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I remember being like, you can't see the face that I'm making right now. <laughs> I do that a lot. I nod and I'm like, yeah. they can't see. Yeah, but I'm making a face right now. And I remember being like, I mean, I was 14. I obviously knew what a dick was, but I was like, what? Oh, like, don't ask me that. Like, what? Yeah. Not good. And again, I think it was because, I mean, from my personal experience, I think it's because my body was different yeah. to the other girl not to say that women who have I don't know, smaller boobs and stuff don't get 
targeted. Exactly, because, because they 100% do. It's nothing about what you yeah. look like all together. Yeah. But sometimes people are targeted more for yeah. things. Yeah, especially young girls who are perceived as women. Like, I remember being called a woman. I straight up remember being called a woman when I was about 13 years old. Mm. Like, someone coming up to me, who will remain nameless, coming up to me and being like, no, you're, you're a woman now. And I was like, no, I'm not. I'm 13. I don't, I don't like the idea of girls being called women once they've got their period. Me either. That's gross. It is very gross. I find that really, really gross. It's kind of scary. I do remember being like, oh, no. Like, yeah. I think everyone says that because, like, oh, you can get pregnant now. I'm like, but why is that a focus? It literally, you are a child. Yeah, if I, you're I, under 18, you are a child. I used to have a friend who had a pe- her period. She started her period when she was nine years yeah. old. And can you imagine being called that's, a woman oh, at nine? That's, oh, yeah, that's not a good time. That's not it, but um, yeah, that's that. Those initial yeah. stories of yeah. um dealing with what would we call it's not it's kind of is it a, is it like harassment? It's just harassment, sexual harassment, um, predominantly like, focused right now on young girls. Yeah. but what we do want to delve into is the topic of slut shaming and yeah. our own personal experiences with it. So my experiences are not rumours. They were just my reputation going yeah. down the drain. Because you've always been a really sexually confident person. Yeah. I mean, I feel like more in the beginning, I was not as confident about it. I mean, yeah, mm. to my friends, I was like, yeah, fuck. Yeah. Let's sex. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. <laughs> cool. But, but it wasn't until... Maybe, I mean, I've gotten better every year, but yeah. this year I've been probably a lot better. Yeah. At it. That was a bit of a slope yeah. in the middle. <laughs> because I remember you messaging me and being like quite... Oh, yeah. Yeah. I, I had this... Oh, it happens a bit. Not anymore because of my situation yeah. now. Um, but I remember being like, I wish... Either I wish that I could... I could be, like, one of those girls that just doesn't give a fuck. Yeah. Because I naturally am very, like, sensitive. Yeah. And think... Get affected a lot by... Get affected... I'm affected a lot by what other people think yeah. of me. And... But I'm very aware that that shouldn't yeah. be the thing. Which yeah. Which is fucking annoying. Um, either that, and then I was like, or I wish that I could just completely clean slate. Yeah. So did you kind of want to go back and, like, remove yeah, those experiences? Like, would you... Obviously not now. now. Not, not now, but like At the then. time. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. It would have changed a lot. I would not be who I am today. Yeah. But um, definitely just yeah. completely clean slate. Because um, what I want to go into right now is... Uh, so when I was in high school, year 12, I started having parties mm-hmm. at my house. And it was like, like a good quarter of our year. Came. Yeah. Like 50 people. Yeah. Max, usually. Yeah. And... Um, I live on five acres, my own, my parents do, mm. and they were cool with it. So we had parties, alcohol, yeah. um, a lot of sex going on with yeah. many different people. Yeah. I want to know, like, other people's memories of these parties, know, you know? Right? You know what? Memories are very lacking in, yes. these, in these parties because um, I don't remember a whole lot. <laughs> but what I just, I don't want to go too much into it, but I started having like a friends with benefits and some other like odd enough friends mm. with benefits I wouldn't really call them that mm-hmm. but hookups that happened some more times than yeah. once and they were quite immature yeah. boys and when people would find out about these hookups with me and them 
Because they would, because it wouldn't be hidden. Like, yeah. I didn't actually want to hide it. Like, I feel yeah. like, what's the point? It's a human thing yeah. people do. But the boys would... It was never like... They would always be like, oh, yeah. I don't care if people talk about having mm-hmm. sex with me, in a sense. But mm. don't be dickheads. Yeah. I've had boys that I thought were my friend and tell their friends that I'm loose. Yeah. And I'd find this out from um, their mutual friends. Yeah. And who... Or would find out. <laughs> <laughs> but I remember that moment when I found out that this boy, we're going to call him Zane, mm-hmm. um, said to his friends that I was loose. And I remember I was yeah. driving to a friend's house and I read it and I, yeah, my stomach just dropped. And I, it was the worst mm. I've ever felt in that. Because what does that do to your psyche? Like, it's honestly, like, like, what does that do to you? It's like, because it, I don't know what, what... Um, what's the word? What gun? What I don't know, but what gives you that? Yeah, thought process to just call. And what makes you think that you can have power over someone like that? You know, like yeah. And this guy was perceived as the nice guy. Yeah, which is why I have a huge problem with nice guys <laughs> because I don't. I believe that people, boys who say they're nice guys, mm. are the worst of them all. We have had a talk about this, haven't we? Yeah. We have. We have because. If you call yourself a fuckboy, then you're a fuckboy. Like, you know it. Cool. Cool. You're going to ruin my life? Cool. At least I know. <laughs> yeah. But if you're like, oh, no, I'm a nice guy. And then everyone believes you're a nice guy and you do a shitty thing, everyone's going to be like to me, say, yeah, nah, he's a nice guy. He'd yeah. never do that. 100%. So 100%. I stopped talking to this guy. I didn't deal with it right. I should have confronted him straight away. Yeah, I should have had an open kind of dialogue. Yeah, but I didn't. And literally a year later... I saw him yeah. when we were out at a club, so drinks were involved. Yeah. And I went up to him and I was like, um, so I heard you called me loose and blah, blah, mm. blah. And he flat out denied it. Um, not a good time. Mm. Not going to talk about the rest of that. Yeah. Right? But I just, I didn't stick up for myself. I didn't like go, oh no, but I knew. I just, I just stopped. Like I, yeah. what's it called? I backed down. Exactly. So you were kind of like, did you, were you feeling guilty? I think I you gaslighted f- myself. Yeah. Like, he gaslighted me first. Yeah. And he's like, no, I never said that. And then I was like, maybe, maybe. Yeah, yeah. Maybe whoever told me, not like you, but like, we're wrong. Yeah. Maybe I'm imagining this. Yeah. So this was all like 2017, like. So we were, we were kids. We were Yeah, like, so like, like now teenagers. we would never do that. I'd yeah. fucking come for him. <laughs> but back then, I just backed down, didn't fight, mm. and. I don't, I do regret it, but I don't like regret it as in it was who I am. Yeah. And I've had time to grow from that. Yeah. Um, but yeah. And then I had a, same incidences. We're going to put a bigger tr- trigger warning before this one. Yeah. yeah we're going to put quite a big one. Um, yeah. Yes. But I'll let Sam take over from here. So yeah. Trigger warning with, uh, sexual abuse, um, that whole subject thing yes <laughs> um so pretty much I, one of these all the, these guys are all in the same friend group which yeah. did not help the scenario yeah but um there's a guy named ron not his name fake name <laughs> he was actually very good friends with zane yeah and um both of them so ron and i would also have sex with mm-hmm. um not as often but mm-hmm. one time we were at one of my parties mm-hmm. and i was i heard from multiple sources mm-hmm. i don't remember this myself 
but I hooked up with him. I do remember going into my room. That was full consensual. Mm-hmm. But I've been told by multiple people that I was unconscious mm-hmm. or they at least thought I was unconscious. And how did you feel when you heard that? Like, Because you, you have said that you don't remember it. I don't remember it. I have little snippets in my brain. I don't call this... I do not, to be fully transparent, I don't call this rape myself mm-hmm. because I don't know. Yeah. And these people's recounts, like, they're just like, oh, I think. Yeah. And I did consent to coming into it, but it's very black, a gray area. Yeah. So I don't like to... So when I talk about it, it's more like, I don't know. It's are so, you also kind of still, like, internalizing it? Internalizing are you a bit, like, like are, are I, you kind of like, oh, no, but, like, it's fine. It makes and me nervous. what you're doing. Yeah. Because I don't want to be... Like, I'm gaslighting myself at the same time. Yeah. I'm like, no... You were awake. But I don't know. People said, I mean, why am I going against someone who probably actually saw me? Yeah, because you were fucking drunk. Like, you don't remember what happened. But what kind of supports my point is that, I don't know how many months later, if it was a different year, Mm. I went to a party and he was there. And I was definitely flirting. Mm -hmm. I do actually remember um, thinking to myself, no, Sam, you don't want to do this. Yeah. But we were in the pool and I was just, I don't know, I was just being flirty. Yeah. I was just being flirty. Actually, to be honest, I was going after Zane, but he was yeah. not, Ron was in the way. Yeah. And Ron grabbed me mm-hmm. by my waist in the pool mm-hmm. and sat me in his lap. And mm-hmm. I was like, you know what? Okay. Yeah. <laughs> that's yeah. just who I am as a person. So that's completely fine. That's mm-hmm. acceptable. Nothing wrong with Ron, what he did there. Yeah. Then we went into the, inside the house and we went into a room mm-hmm. and I was fully happy. I was like kissing and stuff and then we went to have sex and i remember i was like let's we're using mm-hmm. a condom and i saw him take it out but i don't didn't see anything else yeah and i remember when i put my hand down there to direct yeah it um i felt nothing yeah because it was a ribbed one i remember because what's that called stealthing right so i can't say for sure because obviously i just felt it i didn't see anything yeah so i don't want to but put you also that... know what a condom feels like um but I just think that's something that's not really talked about. I remember a few years ago, stealthing was talked in the news, but when I mention it to people, they don't know what it is. Yeah. Um, so that's just another form of consent. Yeah. Like, yeah. it's safe sex. You yeah. Don't, don't fucking do that. Yeah. Um, but anyway, I remember about two seconds, literally like two seconds into having sex, mm. I said, no, I don't want to do this anymore. Yeah. So I stopped. And he didn't stop me. Yeah. But he was like, oh, what the hell? Like, what's going on? So I was like, I just don't feel like it. I felt sick because my past thoughts of, you know, when I was deciding whether I wanted to go through with mm. it or not in the pool, yeah. being like, no, don't do it, was coming back. And I yeah. was like, no, this is disgusting. I was remembering the time in my bedroom when people told me I was unconscious. Yeah. Um, so a bit of flashbacks. And then throughout, so I got dressed. And then one thing I miss, failed to t- tell mm. you previously or oh. was that, I don't know if I told you before, but he was just walking around with a blanket around his waist Mm -hmm. trying to get to me. So every time I would go somewhere, he'd follow me. And then I remember sitting down and um, my old friends of benefits were calling him. Nathaniel was there and I remember him and some of the girls' boyfriends Mm. were watching him like, what the fuck is he doing? So I was telling them Mm -hmm. how I didn't want to do it. I felt felt bad, like yucky. Yeah, yeah. So they were stopping. um, Yeah run from getting to me yeah and then when we wanted to go to sleep um the host of the party she had to take me to one of the spare bedrooms and make sure that ron didn't come in yeah so it wasn't just me 
with the initial unconscious experience, yeah. worrying about it, it was also these friends that have seen exactly what yeah. he's doing. Yeah, who and were I've, aware of it and were like, no, that's not okay. Yeah, and I've heard stories about him um, doing the same thing to other girls. Yeah. Like, apparently he was sitting on the couch with this girl and he just knelt down and bit the inside of her thigh. Yeah, and I think a really important point to make here is that a lot of these people that were mentioning are still friends with him yeah and And they know the whole story yeah and i think it comes to a thing where if you know that your friend is doing something wrong you need to call them out on it and you need to even though like it's hard to lose a friend and everything but you need to fucking stop it (laughs) yes exactly but that's pretty much all that exactly i mean there's a lot more of stories like similar to that that i will go into but not now yeah, we can have a part two there are other podcasts they're not in the same subject so we will get to it <laughs> we'll, we'll see um but did you want to go on about your experience yeah because because i sam did mention before that there's also uh the impact of rumors and what that can do to a relationship or to friendships um, and my my experience with what are words? My experience with slut shaming definitely comes um, from a place of rumors. Uh, so I was really good friends with this guy. Um, his name is Chris. Yeah, well, his fake name is Chris. <laughs> anyway, so I was really good friends with this guy called Chris. And to really cut a long story short, because I have told this story so many times over the past four years, just to cut it really short, people didn't like the fact that Chris and I were friends because I had a boyfriend. I'm still dating the same guy that I was then. Um, and a lot of my boyfriend's friends or people that he perceived to be his friends and who I also perceived to be my friends were coming up to him and being like, hey, all's a fucking slut. <laughs> Yeah. Or's or's fucking Chris behind your back, and he was like, "What?" And then he, then he was like, "You know, what the fuck is going on here?" And I was like, "Well, nothing is going on because that never happened." But it's, yeah, it's really interesting um, what, how quickly rumors spread and how quickly people believe them. Yeah. You know, like these were people. I remember me and you talking about this actually when it was happening. And me being like, hey, like, I thought these people were my friends. Like, I've gone to school with some of these kids since kindy, you know? I mean, I feel like with, before my reputation started going down the drain, um, and even even when it was, Mm. I was still perceived as this, like, good girl, shy. And I feel like if these same rumours were going for me, um, pretend that all the other sex context doesn't exist, they'd be like, nah, it doesn't, that would never happen. But because what, or what she looks like and how she... And because of, because of my personality, I'm a very loud, kind of outgoing person. Yeah. Everyone was really, really quick to believe that I was yeah. that I was cheating on my boyfriend, you know? Yeah, and we had a friend at the time who was also fueling the fire to yeah. rumours. Yeah. So, for example, this friend messaged Chris. Did you know about that? Yeah, I do. I do. Yeah. I don't know if this is what you're like particularly mentioning, but... But this person straight up messaged him and was like, you need to stay away from her because you are ruining her relationship with people. You're ruining her friendship because that is how much, A, that people believe that this is happening and B, how much people just dislike that both of you are friends. Yeah. And and she also um, spoke to your boyfriend. Yes. Yeah, yeah. She went up to him um, with no kind of prior knowledge of what was happening because she wasn't really a 
a part of, you know, what was going on at the time. Um, and just was like, hey, she's cheating on you. Like, she's fucking this guy. Mm-hmm. And and this was like a close friend. A close friend, friend yeah. At the time. And I think it really just comes back to the point that, you know, I viewed these people as my friends. Mm-hmm. And yet they were like, no, no, like, this is happening. Yeah. Like, of course it's happening. It's awe. Like, of course she's doing this. It's such yeah. an awe thing to do. And I think the message in this, what I really want to get for, uh, through to use is that if you are going through mm. rumours spreading about you mm. and your so-called friends yeah. are not asking you directly or yeah. believing you, then you have to really rethink of who you're spending your time with. Yeah. Um. Plot twist, they're not really your friends. Yeah, they're not. <laughs> like, just to be real fucking blunt. Yeah, and we want to go we'll go further into that kind of subject in one of our future podcasts yeah. about healthy friendships yeah and adult friendships mm. but um a fun story into this story yeah is that one of my parties um when these people so-called friends mm. were accusing or of cheating on her boyfriend drunk sam mm. sam, sam 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 drunk samantha got really angry yeah but not like bad drunk angry just mm. You know, girl power angry. Yeah. And I... So the person that was also talking um, a lot about the rumours was a guy named Max. Mm. And... Fake name, Max. And I decided that it was the best decision Mm. to get in his face. Yeah. And point my finger in his face and say, What the fuck do you think you're doing accusing my best friend of cheating on her boyfriend i got so angry yeah and i remember i was really drunk but i remember someone like holding me back yeah i wasn't gonna do anything no violent it was just more holding me back from getting in his face yeah and now that's a story we'll tell to our children i love that i love that so much but i also want to make it really clear um because i'm actually great friends with max (laughs) and i want to make it really clear that friendships can are complicated and that they can come back from rocky times as long as that you're open with each other and you're not feeding into rumors and and you have to think about context of what age you were yeah exactly we were really yeah and i'm not excusing these rumors or anything but we were also really really young and I think we all kind of just lived on the drama of it, you know? Yeah. We were like, ooh, like, this is happening. Like, ooh. Yeah, definitely. But um, that that's our experiences. Yeah. yeah. Come tell us yours. <laughs> if you want to. But yeah, if you have any, um, you know, wants to dwell more mm. into any of the subjects mm. we just talked about or incidences we talked mm. about, like personal experiences, then yes, uh, follow us on yeah. our instagram yeah the initials of do you get what i mean and then podcast it's also in the podcast notes actually yes um so yeah um, thank you we for look listening. forward to hearing from you <laughs> <laughs> goodbye everyone thank you for listening bye